with your host, Wayne Noon, Frank Marble, Uncle Saxon, and Pete Peters. With that said, welcome to Red Cellar Review. Good evening. <laughs> I am uh, here with Greg today. There will be no Uncle Saxon. And there nope, will be. He uh, is uh, currently working Country Fest. However, I will narrate the Uncle Saxon True Hollywood Story of the Week. It's not very long. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I had a, I had I had an idea to do something that was going to be kind of funny, but it was probably stupid. So, well, I'm you not could doing do it. that too. But it's whatever. all right. I forgot it anyway because what I wanted to do, I I wanted to have it all written out, but I forgot. I didn't have time. <laughs> Anything new going on? Any new albums that you've been listening to lately besides the one that we're going to talk about tonight? Really, this possessed one is the only new one I've picked up. I've got. Uh some stuff I'm interested in checking out, like that Beast uh, Beastmaster one, I think they're called. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that I heard a couple tracks from that, and that sounds real good. I want to check out that Spirit Adrift album they just put out. And um, I honestly, I have to look through this stuff, because there's a bunch of stuff coming up, but most of it isn't out yet. I have been listening to uh, Tom, uh, Tom Croxton, who we're going to have on here eventually. His... Uh, band's new cd first album that's out that hex vortices and that's really okay. good yeah, yeah I, I remember you guys talking about that so that'll be cool yep and uh as far as news and concerts and everything and i really haven't seen too much going on lately yeah yeah a couple of them stories uh that you sent were uh pretty interesting though uh that jeff scott soto one i thought was neat it is isn't it It, well yeah and it's funny because you know um i mean shit i could back them up on that because i saw them on that tour with def leppard and that's exactly how neil sean introduced him was the new lead singer for journey right yeah yeah i think i remember that too and uh all right well i'll I'll read the article since you brought it up yeah and i i mean come on jeff if you're watching you got to get back at that guy. You can't take shit from some asshole that used to play a keytar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what uh, Greg is talking about, uh, Jeff Scott Soto, uh, says he's hurt to see Journey not acknowledging his time with the band. Uh, well, I, I mean, I can guess I can kind of see their point because he was never really on an album. Right? Right, but they should at least put him you know the fact that he was part of the live lineup on their website you know you can't write the guy out of your history he would think they would do that if they have everybody that's you know sang for them they they should have him up there and you know i i've seen them twice and well okay soto soto's voice is a little bit deeper because like he says in the article there he was getting a little bit older when he did the tour but uh he was probably the most Steve Perry sounding out of all of them. Not that he was a copycat, but he had the best feel for the songs. Really? By far. Well, I only ever saw them with all Jerry. You know, I haven't seen the the new guy, uh, Arnell or whatever his name is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really don't need to see Jeremy in concert again. Um, (laughs) He's good, the new guy. I think that when he um, when they started with him, that's when I, I said, you know what, let me just check out the new Ernie uh, Journey album. Yeah. So I picked well, it up. It's pretty cool. And then they had like a bonus CD with uh, with him singing all the um, you know like a best of Journey mm-hmm. songs. See, I've heard a couple of them songs, and like I said, both him and Aw Jerry do sound good, but uh, you know. Jeff was real good on picking up on a lot of the uh, the nuances to the mm. songs and the vocal lines, and I, I just I think he did it the best. Well, I mean, reading he, reading the article, it seemed like he was trying to purposely do that because, like he says in the article, um, you know, when you go to a concert and some uh, a new singer replaces your old singer, and yeah. you know, p- people are going to be saying to the new guy, you know, if you're not doing the same thing as the old guy did, they're going to say he sucks, you know? Yeah. 
So, like he was, like he says in the article, he was trying to, like, um, you know, kind of not mimic that stuff, but get as close as he possibly can to the original, um, the way Steve Perry sang the songs. Yeah, he wanted to make it a a, a journey concert, you know, right. for the fans yeah. and have it sound as best as it could. Mm-hmm. And I mean, me, me personally, I like his voice. So when they came out and announced he was the new singer before they took the stage, I was thrilled. Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. Yeah. But he's done so much uh, stuff, working with Ingve, and now he's with, uh, what's that, uh, Sons of Apollo, with uh, Mike Portnoy, and I can't remember who else is in that band. But uh, I, There's a lot of different people in that yeah, band. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he's, he's done so much that, you know, it shouldn't really, who cares about Journey, you know? You, yeah. You have, everybody knows your name, you know? it's. I understand you want credit for it, but he said he wrote one song, that's about it, and, I don't know, not on an album, so... Uh, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, no, and I get that, but they, they should have been, should at least acknowledge he, he was in the band. He should yeah. be acknowledged, but unfortunately he's not. And uh, what's that guy, the guitarist that owns that band, uh, Neil Schoen or Schroen or whatever his name is? Sean. Sean. I think. Yeah, he's the keyboard player. Oh, I thought he was a who's the guitar player. Oh wait, he is the guitar player. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Cain's the keyboard player. Ah, whatever. One of them played a guitar, and that's still pretty fucking lame. Uh, what's wrong with the guitar? I like a couple bands that play guitars. It's the goofiest, dumbest fucking looking instrument ever, and it's not a rock instrument. You know? Yeah, but they st- they still make them. Yeah, for assholes. <laughs> anybody ever tried to come in my band playing a guitar? No, sir. Well, you probably wouldn't have keyboards in your band anyway, would you? Probably not. Yeah, Maybe I mean, for like atmosphere type stuff, but it wouldn't be a prominent part whatsoever. Uh, are you familiar with the band Magnum? I know a few songs, but I, I, I did read that article. I don't really know them well enough. Oh, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, They're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, their bassist, I don't know. I don't think he's an original bassist or anything. It must just be, you know, another bassist that filled in for another bassist that filled in for another bassist because they've had members and members coming out of this band forever. Well, that, that, that was one thing I was going to ask you, actually, because uh, his name I know because he's done session work before. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't even know he was in Magnum. That's why I thought it was kind of... Oops. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm to get to some uh, uh, Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, I didn't really, really know. I mean, I have all their albums and I really didn't know. I don't know. I, I never look when I when I buy albums. I never like open it to see who's in the band anymore. It's just times have changed, you know. Yeah. yeah. When I was younger, I used to open it up, look at everything, and read all the lyrics as I'm listening to the music. But now there's just no time. No. Which sucks. Which sucks. But anyway, uh, Dennis Ward from uh, Pink Cream Pink Cream '69 and Unisonic, who we've uh, did one of their albums a couple weeks back. On the uh, album versus album. Pink Cream 69. So do I. Uh, yeah, so he's going to be playing bass for them. He's in a lot of bands now. He's even with, um, uh, what the hell's that guy's name? The guy who, Gus G. He's in, he oh, sings for okay. Gus G now, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good vocalist. He's more, you know, he's a bass player. I mean, he's a producer. And he's produced everything that he's done, pretty much. Uh he does good work. I talked to him on Facebook one time about uh, recording and things like that. He's very um, set in his ways about how he records things and stuff like that. But uh, he seems like a pretty cool guy. Well, that's cool. But, I, you know, with recording and shit, though, sometimes you got to stick with what works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to talk to him about how now a lot of, not of the newer bands, you don't really have to go to these big studios and spend all this big money and, you know, do all these recordings because everything's at home on your computer now, you know? Right. And, you know, he's he's old school, you know, which I get, you know, it's, that's what he's done his whole life and that's how he knows how to do things. So he's not going to change. When you did Phoenix Rain, did you ever do anything on tape or did you pretty much just do everything digitally? Who? Phoenix Rain? Yeah. Never your heard of band. Never heard of him. Ah, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm okay. not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. We recorded stuff in the studio. Well, no, I mean, I know it was in the studio, but was yeah. it a digital recording? or? Did yeah, yeah, actually... yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we, that time we did recordings, all that tape stuff was gone. I, I figured that. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, no. 
No, hey, if the, the guy who recorded us anyway probably would have fucked that up too. So, lucky we didn't do tape. Well, the best thing about you guys was the chick, anyway. So. Yeah. What? <laughs> the show's gonna be very short today. <laughs> Where's Uncle Saxon? Can can he call us in uh, with some uh, country music in the oh, background? Oh God, no. That that'd be awful. Actually, I talked to him earlier. It's he's on like side stage. You can't yeah. even really hear anything. It's just a wall of noise with some twanging <laughs> in the background. I might have to fire him again because uh, that's against the rules. I think. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if it brings in the money, who cares, right? Yeah, no. He said it's uh, really putting him to work out there. Yeah, he's there for four days too. That's a yeah. long uh, thing. It's like Woodstock. It's longer actually. Woodstock's only what three days. Three days, yeah. Which I don't know. Have you heard anything new about the Woodstock? I haven't seen anything about that since they said the funding got cut or people were backing yeah. out or whatever. Yeah, now the last thing I heard was they might move it to another location now. Hmm. Well, what this can thing you do. Yeah, this, that thing got all screwed up, huh? Yeah. I mean, it, it'd still be Woodstock and Spirit. I guess it doesn't have to be the exact place. Well, it wasn't in the exact place anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know, it just seems like it's been having problem after problem since it's uh, started, so, which sucks. You you know, um, I, I I think that's a problem with the way a lot of things are done now. Like you were you were talking about recording, but just with promoters and the more free form way all the shit is now with the internet and just all these fly by night management companies you know i'm sure it throws the wrench in a lot of works well oh, yeah. you get organizers that don't know what they're doing really mm, yeah. yeah i'm sure it does i'll never have to worry about that though why is that because this i never festival no unless uh rat sound review has some kind of festival yeah, well, we could do that. We could. All right, yeah, I changed man. my mind. You never know. Never Make say never. A, yeah, do you just pick a band, and then when they go to come on, yeah, this is your guest drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, have no, any of your songs. I, I, but... I don't care what your opinion is. This is Wayne. He's playing drums for you tonight, okay? <laughs> he doesn't know any of your songs, but he's playing anyway. Why is he playing in every band? We have a drummer. <laughs> Spinal tap for the 21st century. Yeah. Instead of several drummers, it's just one drummer that is omniscient. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'd, I'd be fucking exhausted by the time that thing got over. <laughs> I can't even, probably couldn't even get through one song. Guy's got eyes painted on those glasses. <laughs> That's funny. There's a wrestler that paints uh, his his eyelids, so he has them closed and it looks exactly like his eyes, so you can't tell if it's closed. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> it looks very creepy, though. Alright. Sebastian Bach. I'm not a big fan of Sebastian Bach. Or Skid Row. But... Um, I, I like their first couple albums. I mean, not enough where I'd say I love them, but they're okay. Yeah. I know people love them, you know. But... Yeah. The only song I like is, uh, what the hell is that song? 18 in Life. That's a pretty cool song. 18 in Life is good. Really, every song on that first album is pretty good. and Most the slave to the grind. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. It's been years since I've heard either one of those, so nah. I can't really name any other songs. But I, I do have both of those still on my computer. I mean, the physical copies are long gone. Yeah. Yeah, most people do still have it, you know, except for me. I just never got into them. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. They're just, I don't know. I guess I was just late to the uh, the game with them. I don't know. Could be. But anyway, Sebastian Bach, he uh, offered for the, his old bandmates to come um, on stage with him for the uh, 30th anniversary of the self-titled debut album, the Skid Row album. And uh, none of them really replied back to him except for one person and it was uh who the hell was it now i lost the fucking thing uh, uh drummer right. yeah drummer rob afuso yeah, yeah. well and, and you know in the article 
Um, you know, the way, the way it's printed kind of makes Snake, Dave, Sabo, whatever the fuck. I, I don't know if he just goes by Snake or not, but I actually remember his name. Um, <laughs> you know, the way they have it printed kind of makes him look like a dick, but right. as I was reading that, he really does have a point. You know, he's still out there with Skid Row. They're about to do a tour and all that. And, you know, Bach just kind of came out of nowhere with this. Right. You know, they're, they're committed. I, I don't really feel like they're trying to be like, fuck you. It's just they got things to do with yeah. the band. Mm-hmm. They actually have an album coming out soon. Yeah, that, that's what they're getting ready to tour behind. The new album's coming out. They're going to kick off a tour for it. So, you know, yeah. they're getting ready for that. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. They have the uh, vocals from uh, Dragon Force. The old vocals. Oh, the original. I He's Dragon Force. <laughs> That was that really high-pitched guy, right? Uh, yeah, the original singer, yeah. Uh, he sounds pretty cool with uh, with Skid Row, though. Oh, I thought you didn't listen to Skid Row. I know, I well, because when I found out he was the new vocalist, I was like, I gotta check this out now, you know? Because I do Wait, like Dragon you, Force. you like Dragon Force? Of course I do. Oh, you're fired. <laughs> you can't fire me <laughs> for my own show. <laughs> that is the Dragon Force Amendment. <laughs> nothing wrong with dragon force actually i like them a lot now uh more than i did back when the other guy was in the band the new vocalist sounds more normal in a way i guess that could say yeah um i i never bothered with them again after the first album the tone of it and the way they were playing was and then the vocals on top of it was just really annoying to me oh see I, i love all that fast you know playing the drumming and then the guitar you know back and forth crap and i just think that's so cool Oh, I love fast guitar playing, just not when it's, like, harmonic and screechy like that. That's oh, kind of annoying. That's every song. Yeah, and I, well, that was the other thing. Just about every song on the record sounded exactly the same as the one that preceded it. It does. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's, I don't know. That's, that's just, that's their thing, you know? You can't really Well, I'm going to help Dragon Force fans right now. Go out and get yourself a copy of Frank Zappa's Sleep Dirt. Sleep dirt. Yes. <laughs> because you will find much better guitar playing on this album than a dragon. Uh, I don't know about that. Really? I don't know about that. Zappa is an amazing guitar player. Just because those guys can play fast. There's an there's an acoustic jam on here where he goes absolutely nuts and tears up the fretboard. Yeah. I doubt those guys could do that. Maybe they could. but I'm sure they can. The one guy has a, a Twitch channel, and he, he goes on there almost every day, and he posts uh, him playing guitar. He See, does some you know, crazy he, stuff. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You know, uh, Zappa could, could do stuff in different styles, and his playing is, is very fusion-oriented, so it's got a lot of soul to it, you know. Shredders, it's soulless mostly. It's like, yeah, they're playing a million fucking miles a minute, but there's nothing to it. It's just a run of notes. I hate you. That's all I gotta say. Except for Vinnie Vincent, uh, you know. He, <laughs> oh, yeah. Your good old buddy, Vinnie. Yeah, yeah. That's the there. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he always, there was always a lot of feel behind what he was doing even when he was well (laughs) there's some of them solos from the uh lick it up tour where they would cut them off where it's just way over the top (laughs) yeah Yeah, i can imagine and i i wonder how um because i think was it last week or the week before we did a story about uh marty freeman being in kiss i wonder if he would have kind of been the same way or did he have toned himself down because he's yeah. kind of similar. I think, see, it, during that era of the band, what they were going for, I think they may have adapted slightly to fit his style a little bit, to kind of infuse a little bit more life into the band, because Kiss was essentially dead by that point. But no. um, with all the problems they had caused by Vinny, I doubt he would get the amount of creative freedom he had. Yeah, nobody in the band since has. Hmm. You don't think Bruce Kulick got any? 
Bruce Kulik had a lot more leeway than the other, uh, we'll, we'll say, employees mm. have since the original lineup, which is actually a reason why I like a few songs on uh, Crazy Nights. I mean, the mm. hits from that album are absolute shit. That also holds the song, I think, is the worst song Kiss ever did on it. What's that? My, my Way. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of like that song. Yeah, you probably like Hot in the Shade, too. What the fuck do you I, I do like some of the songs on that. Nothing wrong with that album. There's everything wrong with that album. It's, it's got loaded. Forever on there. It's uh, Forever's on there, and then what's that, King King of Hearts or something? King. I, think it's I King don't of like Hearts. that song. I like that um, song. And Freely's Comets version of Hide Your Heart blows away kisses. I'll have to check that one out, because I like that song, too. Yeah, but, it's not as bad um, as you think it is. I've tried re-listening to it twice over the past ten years, and it's just, it's awful. <laughs> it's long. It is, it's very long, I do know that. It's way too long. Yeah, it's probably Especially, one of the longest Kiss albums. I think it is the longest Kiss album, which is a shame, because they had nothing to say at that point. Yeah, true. You know, if Rock and Roll Over was 15 songs long, I mean, they, they all would have been about fucking, but <laughs> <laughs> at least it would have been quality. Yeah, most mostly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, no, I, I, it, I'll have to revisit that album someday. I don't know. Well, if you haven't liked it every time you've listened to it, you probably will never like it. So, what What is a good one, though, that is very out of their, um, their you know, genre? And I'm not talking about the Elder, but um, uh, what the hell's the... Uh, ah, crap. I just what, Carnival of Souls? Yes, thank you. Yeah. No, that, that was another one I was going to mention, because Bruce wrote a lot of that. Too. Yeah, that was basically and, his album, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that album came off real well, actually. I know, I know a lot of people hate it, and they were like, oh, they were just trying to jump on the grunge bandwagon. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's it's not really a grunge album, though. I mean... It's a little heavier to fit the production style at that time, but right. it's still a Kiss record. Yeah, it is. It's it's a very good album. I, I love that album. I think it's very good. Me too. It's very it's very underproduced. It's very just like uh, you know bare bones kind of Kiss. Oh, you can tell they were just doing that to fulfill the contract with Mercury and then oh, yeah. get, the, uh, get the reunion going. I, right. I'm glad they put it out though. I mean, you know, I'll take the shitty production over that record sitting in a vault. Yeah, and uh, I know a, a lot of people might disagree with that, but no, not me. I I like the production on that album. I think it's very good. So if you haven't checked it out, go check that album out. Um, uh, we should do that album one day. We should actually. I think that'd be a fun one. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, hmm. maybe maybe not an album versus album, but just review it. No, I was thinking album versus album, but we could do whatever. We can review it too. That'd be kind of a weird one to stack something up against, though. No, because it would be like, um, you know, like, like they changed their sound a lot for that album. Like, what other band really changed their sound? Like to fit it. Uh, like uh, you could even put Load Metallica's Load up against that, uh, maybe. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you who wins that right now. I know, I, I, I know, <laughs> but just an idea. Or even like uh, Anthrax, uh, Stomp 442. Another terrible record. <laughs> I like that one. You know, the, the, that one and Volume 8, The Threat is Real, those are two albums I really have to listen to again. Because, God damn it, this is pissing me off. <laughs> hmm. Only see stuff like this happen if you watch the video. Let's see. I use this as a weight. Why did we? Did this fucking headphone cord? Uh, well, sorry. If, if, if Skype didn't have the issue with the audio, then you wouldn't have to wear headphones. But unfortunately, it's Skype's fault. There you go. I'll just have to stand up to show off my shirt later. <laughs> all right all right uh acdc's brian johnson is making music with eagles joel walsh 
Yeah, I think that could be very interesting. It can be. It's funny, my my friend says, oh shit, what the hell my friend say? Something about uh, uh, Joe Walsh is his favorite uh, Eagles, you know, person from the Eagles, but he doesn't even like the Eagles. He hates the Eagles. Fucking A. Yeah. I hate so, the fucking Eagles, too. I like some songs. But, uh, yeah, this, this should be interesting. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely so. check it out. I would too. I like I like most of the stuff Joe Walsh has done, even when he got a little little overly synthy in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. He still got some good stuff. Oh yeah, no, he did great albums. You know what's funny? Um, well, I guess overall, I do like some of the Eagles songs. I don't yeah. love them, but like I wouldn't turn off the radio if a couple of them necessarily came on. But uh. I really like what the members did solo in a couple cases as compared to what they did with the Eagles. Yeah. Well, yeah. Re- really just Joe Walsh and Don Felder. Uh, Don Henley. Yeah, he's had one or two songs that I might have liked over the years. Not many, though. Is what it is. Yeah. The biggest story of this week. And... Uh, it's not really a surprise because this these this band always has something going on because sometimes they're just too full of themselves. Manowar. Oh, yeah, Manowar. Yep, they uh, canceled their performance at Hellfest. But what's we- really weird about this thing is like the Hellfest, I guess the organizers, and then Manowar give like two different stories. Well, yeah, I mean, if you read the whole article and you, you read what uh, DeMeo, Joey DeMeo, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you read what he says. The whole thing was over. Uh, the, the stage wasn't the uh, correct size to fit their whole show, and they told right. him they couldn't do it with the whole thing. So Man of War was like, fuck it, we're not playing. Uh, honestly, to me, dick move on the band. I think so, too, because you would think they know that information before they yeah. got there. And, you know, if the promoters didn't tell them ahead of time, then, okay, that, that, that's bad on the promoter's part. But, you know, the fans aren't really going to care. They, they still came to see you play. It seems really frivolous just to, uh, oh, we don't add the fucking fake tiger or whatever the hell it is now, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw I a mean, picture of the, the backdrop, and it's not really a big deal. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you know, Sabbath in 83, they had a Stonehenge set that wouldn't fit in any stadium anywhere, and they still did a world tour, so. Yeah. Uh, it's just so, it's so stupid. There's got to be more to the story. It has to be. It can't just be over a stupid backdrop. Yeah, well, the, the way Joey describes it, it sounds like this big stage show and all this shit, but, uh. I was watching live videos of them, and I did, like you said, all I ever really see is the backdrop with the screen. I don't really. Yeah, it just it just looks like a like a dungeon kind of thing, and then that's it. I don't I don't get it. I have no idea. But uh, since they you know declined to not play, they got uh, the band Sabaton to uh, take over, and you know people mm-hmm. love that. And I think that that was kind of cool that you know Sabaton stepped it in. Actually, their vocalist blew his voice out. I think the night before. They did a concert the night before, and he couldn't even sing, so he was just up on stage doing like all stupid things or whatever. And, and I think either the guitarist or somebody sang all the songs or whatever. But they still put on the show. They still they had a problem, and they still put on the show anyway, regardless. Yep. I'm and then they're, they're sure, not even dude. as big as Man of War is. Well, they might be actually bigger than Man of War at this point because they are pretty popular lately. Well, case in point, you want your medal with a something. A little ridiculous, a little bodybuilding, a little Viking, and somebody that's still going to be really cool. Go buy the new Thor album. Get out there and see Thor live. It will not disappoint. Yeah, go check that one out. Still got to get him on the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to email him because you guys, you guys are slacking on me. Well, you know, <laughs> I got to do all the work around here. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't know. Man of War is just uh, all over the place lately. Yeah, they've had a lot Actually, of stuff. Actually, I don't know if you could see, but there is the stage. Not really a big deal. 
Yeah, see, I don't, uh, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I would think people would have been perfectly fine with just seeing them. And honestly, if you think the stage show is the big deal, maybe you should really think about the quality of the music you're putting out there. Exactly. Very true. Uh, this is, uh, I, I read this, I didn't even read the whole story yet, but the headline just kind of, you know, uh, got me because I kind of believe this, uh, Def Leppard's Vivian Campbell says a lot of younger bands are lacking balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I no, kind of um, agree with him. I agree with him a lot. And I read the article. Honestly, there's not too much depth to it. The whole right. article yeah. is, is like a paragraph. It's basically just that quote and then right. the sentence the quote comes from but yeah you know he says there's people out there doing it but they don't have the balls or, or the feel there's no power to the music and he said that's with everything you know not just rock or metal but you go turn on the radio nobody sounds like they care anymore right exactly and, and he he's right you know i was hanging out with somebody the other day and uh they were listening to a mix of like hip hop and then some newer soft rock. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you a difference between any of the songs, man. I mean, cause that auto tune shit, all the vocalists oh, yeah. sound exactly the fucking same. Uh, mm-hmm. How the hell do you make an acoustic guitar sound so electronic? You know what I mean? Why does anybody <laughs> think that's cool? I hate that. I hate that. My guitarist tried to do that on one of our songs. I'm like, please, no, just use an acoustic guitar. You know, funniest thing, my brother, he he plays music too, and he bought his daughter um, just a little shitty guitar. You know, those little children guitars, like, you know, probably about that big. Little Mickey Mouse guitar with some yeah, basically. strings. Yeah. He, he played it, and then he, um, he recorded it, and he showed me the song that he did with it. And I'm like, damn, what the hell guitar did you use? He said, the little gu- guitar for the kid. I was like, there's no way. It just sounded better than the guitar I have with the, you know, acoustic guitar that I have. I'm like, <laughs> God. It, it, it sounded really good. But yeah, like, uh, just, I don't know. Some, some bands, just like you say, they just all have that auto tune and every drummer sounds the same. There's no there's no life in any of the music lately. No, and, uh, you know, you know that's a big reason why I was so excited about, uh, you know, Maniacal Force and Gate Creeper. Because just, there's been no death metal that didn't sound completely cookie cutter for years at yeah. this point. Mm. Very true. But the one thing is about the uh, Vivian Campbell, when are they ever going to put out a good album? Def Leppard. Oh, well, that ship sailed 30 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> uh, I just got, <clears throat> I got their new box set. I'm a Def Leppard fan. I've been a Def Leppard fan since Hysteria. I'm, you know, I was a fanboy back then. That was the only thing I would listen to when I was younger. And uh, you know, I stayed, I stayed up to date with them. You know, mm-hmm. I still like, I still like them. I don't like every album or every song that they put out. I think some, a lot of stuff's terrible. Ever since Vivian Campbell actually joined the band, I think everything's been really bad. But I still, yeah. I still bought the box set. I've never been all that impressed by Vivian Campbell. I haven't either, but um, finding that when he when they let him in the band, and then I found out he was from Dio and did all this stuff, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna, you know, get them to be, you know, how they used to be, you know, because that that album that after Steve Clark died, um, Adrenalize wasn't really that good. So I thought, yeah, hey, uh, and it, it, when they played that single from that at uh, that oh, concert I went to where, where they were playing with Journey, Joe, yeah, let's get rocked. And I yeah. was right there and I said, go get fucked. <laughs> that song. I like that song, even though it was corny. But yeah, that album, I was just listening to that album the other day because I was in the box set and I'm just like, it's really not that good. I just, I remember it not being good and it's still not good. I still don't like it. I yeah, think it's awful. Um, you know, I wouldn't listen to Hysteria, really, but uh, that's a piece of pop perfection. But yeah, it is. not really my I mean, thing. Yeah, I mean, there's, maybe, there's a few good songs on it, Adrenalize, but it's really not a... It's not... I don't know. I mean, also, too, they're, the time that that they did it when Steve Clark died and all that stuff, and I can see they probably weren't really too focused on the album as much as they would have been, but still not really that good of an album. Fuck, Rick lost his arm. And, I know. You know, every, yeah. every song on that uh, album was a hit. Yeah, I know. 
they went through a lot of shit. I was reading through the booklet on there, and they, they just went through a lot of stuff all in like a short period of time. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, what yeah, else? they got a wild story. Yeah, they do. I wanted to watch that uh, that movie that was out a couple years ago because I never got to see it. It was on VH1 back in the day. That was actually a pretty good movie. Was it? Because I, I heard yeah. that they they didn't like it. Well, I mean, I suppose they don't play the portray the band in the best light, but uh, I thought it was done well for a VH1 TV movie, and it was entertaining. I mean, you know, that's that's like the dirt. There's a lot of things factually that annoy me about that movie, but as a piece of entertainment, I think it was done well. Yeah, I have to one day have to try to find it and watch it. Hopefully, they maybe do an updated version of it, and you know, make it a little bit better. Maybe like to see uh some cool news here uh, king diamond he uh played a concert the other night at uh, hellfest he actually played his hellfest uh concert uh it's not like man of war and wussied yeah. out fucking man of war <laughs> but uh he pre- king diamond premiered a new uh song masquerade of madness so his new album will be coming out now there is proof Eventually. There is <laughs> proof that there will be at least one song on the album. <laughs> I'd still prefer Merciful Fate record, especially after hearing that new song. I I like it. I, I think it's kind of cool. I, I want to hear a studio version of it. I don't want to hear the live version because you don't it's really okay. feel how it sounds. It's okay, but um, I don't know. It kind of sounds hastily thrown together to me. I think that's just because it's live, you know? And they might not be too familiar with it yet. Could be. Could be. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't know. That's why I am not really going to say too much about it other than it sounds kind of hastily thrown together. But like you said, it's a it's a live song. So I'd like to hear a studio version of it as well. Yeah. yeah I, I thought it was cool. A friend of mine wrote me about it. And he said it kind of reminded him of like something from Conspiracy or Them or something like that. So I kind of well, got the same... Same feel. We need uh, to get Troy on here to give his unabashed opinion. Troy needs to come back. He will come back. I, we have to uh, we have to work with him on something else anyway. So so we'll uh, we gotta get him back on the show at some point. Oh yes, come back, Troy. Come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and we can totally do it with four people. Hell, we could even try five whenever uh, Mark finishes what he's up to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what Mark's doing either. He said he'll be back in July, though. Probably probably the week I go away, he'll he'll say, oh, I can come back. (laughs) And final story is uh, a place I'd never been to, but I would always like to go to. I didn't send you this news. I forgot. Or did I? The Amoeba uh, Amoeba Music Store in uh, Hollywood. California. Oh, I didn't get a chance to read that one, but yeah. you did send it to me. Yeah, well, not a really big deal, but um, they're actually going to be tearing the building down. They supposedly they're going to move, but oh. uh, yeah, they're going to be tearing it down, and because they're they're uh, I guess there's zoning changes in the area, and they're you know going to they're going to build a 26 story complex on the site of the Mipa Music Store. Well, at least it's not a Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, we don't need hippie, Whole Foods. Fucking hippies out there, you know. <laughs> I, I have shopped at Whole Foods once in a while. Yeah, you would. <laughs> it's not too close to my house, though, so it's not very often. They have some weird things there that you can't buy in other stores, so sometimes you got no choice. Yeah, well, you, you eat your $8 stick of butter. You know, you know what they had there? The ostrich egg. You ever see an ostrich egg? Yeah, them witty toity restaurants it's that like yuppies this, eat at. Yeah, it's yeah. like this big. Yeah, they're huge. Insane. Like, where the hell do you get that? Ostrich. From an ostrich? What <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucking question is that? Where do you get an ostrich? <laughs> well, it's not like we have ostriches hanging around in uh, New York. No, do you have ostriches where like, you are? At a zoo, I'm sure, but um, there 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 are people with like ostrich farms and shit, though. So. Not here, not that I know of. 
Well, and you know, why would that ever make the news, or why would you seek one out? You know, I don't know. Well, I suppose for eggs, but I guess. Although I do have customers that have peacocks, they own really? actual they own actual peacocks. Yeah, and that's that's freaking weird. Yeah, um, that down in Florida, I I don't know if they're actually native to Florida or not, but we used to see them all the time, just wild running around what ostriches no <laughs> the alligators probably ate them uh, i don't know i don't know either they're scary though they put those things out there and then they say rah, 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 and you don't want to go near them and yeah i mean you know they, they look really fucking cool in the zoo but uh when you're in a little close proximity to them they get pretty aggressive and pissed off i went to the zoo once and there was one that was out you know, in the area, the people walking yeah. around. And these people got cornered by it because it had its things out. And he was, like, threatened by something. So the, these people were standing behind him. And they couldn't move. And it was just a, some woman and her kid. I felt so bad. But the thing was just, it was scary. I didn't even want to go near it. I couldn't save them. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. They might have died. <laughs> oh, well. Don't mess with the uh, peacock. Do not do not mess with the peacocks. All right. On that note, it's album time. That was yes, a long news story. Yeah, well, we... well, we had a lot to talk about. We did. It, it's it's felt like it's been like a week since we did the show last. Yeah, and and that's what it was. Yeah, exactly a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we doing tonight? Possessed Revelations of Oblivion. Their first album in 32 years. Holy shit, it's been 32 years? Yep, their last official recording was The Eyes of Horror. It was an EP. It came out in 1987. Wow, I didn't know that. I thought they'd been going along this whole time. Oh, they've been playing live and stuff. Well, you know, uh, Jeff Beckera, the the bass player, well, original bass player, he just sings now because he's in the wheelchair, but... uh, he got paralyzed and uh, put him on hold for a couple years. And also, you know, out of the original lineup, Larry Lalonde left and did Primus and all that. Hmm. But um, no idea. Yeah, I want to say 2005 was when I really first started seeing them coming back and doing the festival appearances and all that. And, um, you know, I'd seen them live a couple times in that interim, and it was always a good band, but I never really paid attention who was in it because they weren't doing any studio recordings. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I had no idea. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I did. Unfortunately, I do not have my notes, but I know I did write <laughs> something because Jeff had mentioned why they decided to record it now and all this, but... Uh, Sure, you people out there can use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have said something. I would have got it up there, but oh well. Next time, send me your notes. And I I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think of this album? I love it. Um, and honestly, maybe the second best thing they've done uh, since their first album, Seven Churches. Uh, Kind of on the fence about whether or not I like it more than The Eyes of Horror, just because I grew up listening to that EP and it's awesome. But, I mean, every song on this album is memorable. It's just great old school death slash thrash. You know, that mid-80s sound, but it sounds fresh. It sounds new. There's riffs everywhere. The solos are awesome. Hmm. How uh, How many other albums do they have? Two studio albums and an EP and a compilation. Oh, wow, so they really, like, did nothing before they, like, had to disappear. No, that's what I mean, you know. He uh, he got paralyzed, and then they disappeared for a long How'd time. How'd he get paralyzed? I want to say he got shot, but I can't remember hmm. anymore. Hmm. I know it was some kind of accident. Well, that's not really an accident, getting shot. Unless it was an accident. Well, I mean, you know, he if was cleaning he got his gun shot a robbery or something, you know, it's not really his fault. That's kind <laughs> of an accident. Not really. If, he, <laughs> if they meant to shoot him. Well, if, 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 if he was cleaning his gun and then it went off, that's an accident. Well, yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but 
in any I don't, event. I don't mean to make a, a joke out of this, of somebody yeah. being paralyzed. No, well, dude, it's it's amazing how he's risen above it. I mean, they're, they're fucking riveting to see live. You know, I mean, he's in great voice. He sounds awesome on this album. He still sounds great live, and he can really command an audience. So, is he playing in the wheelchair? He sings from the wheelchair. I don't believe he plays bass at all anymore. Oh wow! Oh, I got. I really got to look up some info on them. I should have did that before we did the show. Yeah, I know. I feel but, like we look like a couple jackasses right now because we're a little that's right. form, But I, I went away for a couple of days, so yeah. it was hard for me to. Uh, to look stuff up. Well, I didn't expect to not have access to my notes tonight, but this wouldn't be rat salad review if something didn't get fucked up. So no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just provide the entertainment. We don't have to always be correct or have all the information. There is a that's, thing called the internet, you know. <laughs> that's right. You don't even have to watch this fucking show. <laughs> You could just look it up on your internet yourself, you lazy bastards. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but yeah, I I love it, man. I I'd have to give this one a ten out of ten. It just fires on all cylinders. Wow, ten out of ten. Yeah, or five out of five. Hour fucking no, many we're doing. I can't remember what the rating system is right now. <laughs> well, that's, that's usually the other show, but ten's uh, good. We go to ten. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you like, think? I, I like the album. I think it's pretty cool. It's the first album I've ever heard of them, and uh, really? I do like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like it. Uh, I do want to check out the other albums. Now you said they only have two others, so this way I don't have to go back through a whole catalog of like twelve different albums, and uh, you know, see what the the others are like. <clears throat> And I also want to. I'm interested to hear how they used to sound, like you know, from the '80s, or you know, when that style was, you know, pretty big back then. Um, it's 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 fairly similar to the new record. It still sounds like Possessed. The biggest difference is, uh, you know, the second album, Beyond the Gates, kind of drops a lot of the uh, deathier overtones and is pretty much a straight thrash album. Yeah, that well, that would I would like that a lot more probably. Because this doesn't really have a lot of death kind of stuff to it. This reminds me of a lot of the deceased album, the uh, Ghostly White. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, very well, similar. There's, to that. There's seven Churches is like that too. I mean, you know, when you say death metal, or when I say death metal, it's, I, I suppose really by today's standards, you could call it dark thrash. But in 1985, nothing else was really that heavy that was out on record at that time. Mm. Yeah, you, I get very confused when you say death metal because I'm really expecting like Napalm Death kind of death metal. Well, see, Napalm Death is grindcore to me. Oh, that's death metal to me. Now you're blue. Abadi, abadi, ab. <laughs> I, I always thought the lyrics were if I was green, I would die, but okay. No, blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a commercial on for US Bank. That's all right. No problem. But yeah, I like the album. Um, I'm going to definitely listen to it a, a bunch more. And uh, I think everybody else should go out and listen to it. Uh, there's no song in particular that I liked over the others. There was one song, and I wish I could remember the name of it, but I don't. But it had a very Celtic, uh, Celtic, Celtic Frost uh, feel to it. Just reminded me of Celtic Frost. Mm-hmm. Celtic, Celtic Frost. Sorry. Keep fucking that up. But uh, they must that must be like a big influence on them, because I can hear a lot of that to throw other songs too, but mainly that one song, which I wish I could remember what name it was. But yeah, again, I don't have my notes. I remember what you're talking about, but I can't remember. No, so you remember it. Yeah. Well, if you guys go check out the new album, Possessed, what the hell's the name of it again? Revelations of Oblivion. Revelations to Oblivion. You'll know what I'm talking about. If you like Celtic Frost, you'll hear the influence. Yeah, of some of the songs. And, uh, and, well, yeah, if you like Possessed, you're going to love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. If, I don't know what the other albums sound like, but if you say they're pretty close to this one, I'm sure that uh, anybody who buys this album, who's a fan, will enjoy this album. Yeah, and even if you just like old school thrash and yes, old definitely. school death metal, you're, you're going to love it. I would say so. 
But there you go throwing a death metal around. I don't hear death metal in this at all. No, you need to listen to Seven Churches, or at least Death's Scream Bloody Gore, and you'll kind of get where I'm going with that. I guess. I'm not a fan of Death, though. I tried listening to him. I, I don't like his voice. Well, which era? Because he sang Gutterall at first, and then he switched to higher vocals later on. Whatever the philosopher is on. Okay, that's on individual thought patterns, yes. so... That that was when he switched to the higher vocal style. On the first three records, it's very guttural. Still, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't like that either. Then, which is a shame because you know, so many people talk about his guitar work and you know the band, just the music oh, themse- themselves. It's just people it's are crazy amazing, about them. But but uh, yeah, well, to be honest, I like their more death metal era more than their progressive stuff. But everybody talks about their last one. The Sound of Perseverance being their masterpiece, and I like it, but, dude, his vocals were just so high at that point, it irritates the shit out of me to listen to that whole record all the way through in one clip. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why did he change? Any idea? That's kind of how Chuck was, man. You know, I don't know why he chose that specific style, but he was always about, you know, moving forward and evolving. Hmm. That's interesting. I guess like a lot of those bands did, like uh, even Carcass, because they were pretty similar. To, uh, I guess Death a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you and, could say and that. Yeah. Not for the the newest album, but the one before that. Um, I can't remember what the hell the name of that one is either. I have it behind me. Something Swan. Swan song. Swan song. They changed a lot on that album. Yeah, yeah, but you're thinking more of like hard work and necrotic. Yeah, they they changed yeah. a lot from that stuff. So I think a lot of, like, you know, just well, like a lot of with the metal bands changed when the grunge came, and then, you know, all these death metal bands changed too, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. What were we going to say? I was going to say Carcass, you know, they even changed on Necroticism from what they were doing on their first two albums. Because right. Reek of Putrefaction and Symphonies of Sickness sound nothing like Necroticism and Hardware. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. And I, I got those because they, they had those reissues, and I found them really cheap. And uh, mm-hmm. I list, I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh my god, this is kind of, I don't really care for this too much. All those songs are like really short too, right, I think, on those? Yeah, that's Grindcore. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really love the second one, Symphonies of Sickness, but honestly, the first one, Rika Putrefaction, I have it, but I'm not a big fan of that album. It's uh, definitely not Bill Steer's best. No, not at all. Suppose it's a good starting off point, but uh, if you're getting in the carcass, I would not recommend starting with that record. No, not at all. But okay, anyway, possessed. Go get yes. the album. Go possessed check it out. Revelations of Oblivion. Go buy it and check I it see. out. It's awesome. I definitely, definitely suggest it. I'm, like I said, this is the first time I've ever heard, and I do like it. I'm not really into a lot of these kind of style of bands, but um, you know, you've turned me on to a lot of this stuff, so. I definitely approve. Excellent. And maybe you'll get me a power metal album I like one day. Who knows? I was going to tell you to check out that Dragon Force, uh, one of the Dragon Force albums. Which, uh, which one was it? Maximum Overdrive. Hmm. Named after one of my favorite movies. Maybe it's yeah. worth checking out. I think it's called Maximum Overdrive, isn't it? It's um, It's got the new singer, so you don't have to worry about the, uh, the high-pitched guy. Good, good. But there's some there's some interesting things on on that. They do a lot of like death metal drumming and stuff once in a while. Oh, blast beats and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, maximum overload. Sorry. Eh, still sounds cool. I'll yeah, check it out. Definitely check that out. So that's all I can think of for today. Well, let's uh, let me narrate the Uncle Saxon true Hollywood story of the week. Uh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah from uh, Smokey, the Oversmith mascot today, live sure. from the Utility Muffin Research Kitchen. Should I hit uh, your uh, your intro? I haven't. In- oh, Saxons, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. Okay, here it is. Hey, kids, everybody gather around. It's time for Stories with Uncle Saxon.
Okay, go. Okay. So, <laughs> this is the Uncle Saxon True Hollywood Story Country Fest edition. So he's out there and he's working all day and he just really had to drop a deuce, man. But, you know, the bathrooms are clean because he's just setting it up. So, long story short, he goes in there, he does his business, and now he's got a blue tank. <laughs> and that concludes the Uncle Saxon story of the week. <laughs> Country Fest edition. <laughs> he's got to come back with some pictures. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think he uh, messaged us while we were on here. I can't read what he says. Oh, just miss you guys. That's all. That's all he said. Okay. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was going to try to call him, too, but it, it didn't end up coordinating right with, you know, him having to work, doing whatever for the bands. Yeah, that's all right. He'll be back next week. If we let him back on, that is. Man, you really don't like that Y&T record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, after, after that, the leader Ford, the Y&T, and now he's at a country music festival? Who the fuck is this guy? Fuck that. God damn, I might listen to some questionable stuff, but Jesus Christ, you'll never see him at a country... Well, I can't say that. I did go to a country music concert once. God. <sighs> It wasn't by choice. I don't even want to tell you who it was. Because that's even I, worse. Yeah, I mean, I don't care who's trying to take you to a country music festival. That's grounds for divorce as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know who it was? Who? Conway I don't even, Twitty? No, I would have preferred Conway Twitty. I don't even think they're still around Conway anymore. Conway Twitty one makes me want to kill myself. But... <laughs> Just that name. Uh, Dixie Chicks. <laughs> why uh, somebody I was with at the time liked Dixie Chicks and I went things you have to do sometimes you know yeah and I guess that's why you're married and I'm single Well, I, I was, <laughs> I'm not married to that person no I, I, did, I didn't think you were but you're talking about uh, you know compromise sometimes yeah. I, I don't know some things you gotta stand your ground on man and country music's one of them <laughs> One thing I do stay my ground on, if I'm driving, the music is mine. No, I, I let her listen to her stuff, too. I can't. Uh, oh, yeah? Hey, sit, sitting there jamming out to some T-Swift. <laughs> no, she don't listen to that stuff, thank God. Uh, it's funny, because I, I did put her some of her music on my phone, because I have the Amazon app. Yeah. So, because uh, the iPods, I, I'm just tired of dealing with whose iPod we're going to take on our vacation. So I, I threw her songs on my Amazon thing. So this way it mixes our songs. And yeah, actually well, there been, you go. Yeah, I've actually been finding some songs of hers that I actually do like. It's weird. I even made a playlist of songs, like random liked songs. Mm -hmm. And half of the thing is full of her songs. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's, she'll probably be surprised one day when I play it. Because she won't expect that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all. That's all the stories I have for today. Yep, me too. Oh, right. except Voivod is going to play the Montreal. I think it's Montreal, the Jazz Fest, with a brass quintet playing live with them. It's going to be an right. awesome jazz fusion show. I really wish I could go. Uh, Dan away. Well, uh, I'll just message him, but. I need video of that. <laughs> yeah. Or audio. I, I, I need to hear that. <laughs> they did put they did put a little clip of like the practice on their Facebook. Yeah, I know. I just haven't had the chance to watch yeah. it yet. Well, I'm just saying, just check it out. It's only it's a really short clip. But it sounded pretty cool. There was some guys playing trumpets or something on it. Yeah, everybody should check it out because you know, that's an award winning album. It is. Go check out that Voivod album. I, that came Wait. out last year. That came out, last, came out year last year, and you're still talking about it. Because, I mean, you know, you know, the Possessed album's a 10, The Wake is an 11. So, is, is the Possessed album your favorite album of the year so far? Yes. So yeah, not, I, it, I, I have to say, it did not Bewitcher down the number two. I, I, I mean, I love Bewitcher. They're definitely one of the best new bands out there, but... Um, 
this I love Possessed, and this record just blew me away. Even Ink, it blew that one away too, the new Ink yeah. album. It did, and a Anthony would probably understand because I'm sure he likes Possessed as much as I do. Yeah, they're actually going to come here. Um, I think August or September. I don't remember. I think it's August. It it has to be August because they're coming out here in September. All right, so it's probably August. I, I might try to go see. I'll actually see if Troy wants to go see them. Hey, totally should. Yeah, because they're not they're playing not too far away, so maybe we'll see. Actually, um, they were looking for bands to play, and uh, you know, from Long Island, Long Island bands. So I contacted Troy, and Troy gave me some bands to contact, and they actually got one of the bands on the show. Oh, cool. So, so that'd be interesting. So that'd probably even make Troy want to go even more. So I'll see what he says. Sweet. So, with that being said, I think that's we enough for today. We bid you farewell. That's right. We bid you farewell. Uh, check out all our shows. Thanks for subscribing to YouTube and iTunes and all that stuff. I think now we have 95 subscribers to uh, YouTube. Awesome. Thank yep. you, guys. Thank you very much. Very cool. I just wish more of you would watch the videos. Besides the 14 that always seem to watch our videos. <laughs> Suppose we're not just, just not interesting enough. I don't know. What else do you guys want us to possibly do? God, yes, give, give us, us suggestions. Please, something. in the comments, write what you want us to listen to. Give us an album to check out, something. Give it, even go on our, our Facebook page. Go on our website, ratsoundreview.com. Send me a message. You know, what, what do you want? Yeah, hell. The, the 4th through the 7th of July? I'm off. Heckle us. I'll argue with you when I'm drunk. Why the fuck not? Please. You can find him <laughs> easily on Facebook. Greg Nogle on Facebook. Please do. Or even just go to Rats Out Review uh, Facebook yeah. page. Just argue uh, with us from there. Tell Uncle Saxon he's stupid for playing that, uh, doing that country music festival thing, whatever the hell he's doing. And uh, I guess that's it for today. See you guys later. See you next week. Bye bye. Next week. Bye bye. When there's no more room in hell, did that show walk this earth? When there's no one left to tell, God dies for Satan's birth. When the churches burn the dust, and the demons rise in hell, when the woods are turned to rust, then that long nothing Never quench, and the worm it never dies. When nasty teeth are clenched, and the mouths are filled with lies, we're churches burn to dust, and the demons rise in hell. When the words all turn to rust, then that thunder is real. I'll bring you pain, fire and hell. Straight from hell